0: Welcome to Clydesdale Media. Fueled by C4, Cellucor, and extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off a checkout at c4energy.com. The 2023 season series with some amazing athletes. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. Hey everyone. Welcome to the Clydesdale media presents the athletes of the 2023 CrossFit games. I am Scott Schweitzer. I am the Clydesdale and this is my friend Carolyn Prevo. So honored that she agreed to do this with me. Thank you so much. How are you Carolyn? I'm
1: doing well. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Doing good. Got my workout in today. I'm hopping on now with you. So, you know, it's all good.
1: Nice. What was your workout today?
0: Uh, So it was a strength of uh, three front squats immediately into six back squats um, and four sets every 2.30. And then um, Metcon was five rounds of two minutes of work, one minute of rest, um, 10 calorie row, 30 double unders into max dumbbell clusters.
1: I like that. Minus the double-unders, but row and clusters. Yeah, yeah. So is that at uh, Christy and uh, her husband's? Patrick's. Patrick's? Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, that's the, and I think Ibex, their Ibex training plan did it all today as well. So, because I know Kat is now, yeah, Kat's following Ibex at her affiliate now. So it's funny because a lot of times we do the same workout in the same day, so. Um, which is kind of cool since she's in Delaware and I'm all the way over here.
1: Awesome.
0: Yes. Uh, Lex, I am an expert row pacer now. So, um, and I keep trying to increase it today was kind of more of a sprinty. So I got, i was like 300 calories an hour more than I was when I came back right off of sinus surgery. So super stoked and Lex agrees. Uh, we love their workouts.
1: Yeah, we really do. They have, they have really good stuff, good content too.
0: So I wanted to, because you're an elite athlete, you've been to the game several times. I wanted to kind of leave you alone for the open and just do a quick recap with you. Unlike some of the newer athletes who are coming up through the sport. Um, And so we started off with a repeat. Um, Did you do that in 2014 or was that before you got involved?
1: That was the very first year I did the Open. So I started CrossFit in I think, April of 2013. So I had just been just shy of a year, I think, uh, that I'd been doing CrossFit. And that was one of my, yeah, that was my first Open workout. I had just done ring muscle-ups maybe a month or two prior. So they were all in singles. And I just remember the transitions that I had back then I was at one part of the gym. I had a camera person following me maybe like 50 feet to another part of the gym. Like I would never do that now. (laughs) No one would do that. Like we're trying to fit everything as tight as possible to the tape lines. And, but yeah, no, I, I did it back then.
0: So how that that's one thing that's changed over the years since you've been doing this is the floor plans that are coming out that you have to be, you know, you can't sit your rower up right underneath the pull-up bar and just drop right onto the seat and do all that kind of stuff now. Do you think that's a step forward? Uh,
1: yes, in certain parts of the of the season. I think in the open, um, when the whole community is involved and not everyone has the same, um, you know, access to certain gyms, I, I would rather them let us uh, kind of set up how we can Uh, especially just to facilitate things for affiliate owners or just people doing it in their garage or however. We just want the most people to be participating. So I think the lines can be um, just a little bit annoying for especially the the owners of gyms. Um, But in terms of qualifying like quarterfinals or back like the last couple of years, you had the last chance qualifier, then you want to have the same type of set up for everyone so that you can compare and it, and it's fair. But it, it, I think in terms of the open, I, I would go without it. But um, just speaking with Lex, because uh, she has, she she's part of um, one of the athlete, like uh, council. I don't know if she'll have to say it in the chat, um, but like we, we discussed on some of the line stuff. And I, and I was wondering like, what was the idea of the eight feet for that one? workout and it was more just for safety. So could be could be just some stuff like that. Um to not have everything really close together. But
0: so train T Olive 32 says huge fan of Carolyn. <laughs> awesome. Um yeah. Lex says divisional athlete committee.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So we we actually talked about this in our round table earlier today and it probably got lost in all the jokes, but my issue with the open is I think there's been so much criticism of HQ up to this point. They need to just step back and do a hard reset and define what they want the open to be. Like that's the first step. We don't, we don't know what the open is supposed to be for everybody anymore. You know, and I, and I think if they could define it and then that's what it is and we just move forward.
1: But I also think people are just so outspoken now on it. Like, I don't see a huge, I mean, we had five workouts before. um, And, you know, there just wasn't, there was not as much like people on YouTube talking about the workouts and dissecting every little part of it and every rep from people, um, you know, for the most, like our gym had a great time doing the open. Like I've been like watching some people just complain about some of the things and, Yeah. I mean, there's going to be complainers out there, Uh, but for the most part, like, you know, our gym had, you know, great community. We were cheering and, you know, we we got to expose some weaknesses and then people got some PRs and some firsts of of different movements. Um, And I think that that is what the open is about. And and I don't think that's changed in terms of how we've have um, how my gym has, you know, taken the approach on the open over the last 10 years that I've done the open. I feel like we've only gone closer as a community every year, you know, having different teams and got points for if you got your judges course and you're judging people and you log your scores and you know, that's, that's what the open is about is just testing yourself um, at this point in the season and, and then trying to focus on different things for the following year. I mean, CrossFit, I mean, there's different workouts every year. You could do well one year and then the next year that movement's not tested and like it is what it is I don't think I don't think it's drifted that much from when like Dave Castro was at the helm. I just think that a lot more people are um, voicing their opinions,
0: yeah, and I think that's what I was speaking to. There's a lot of noise out there, yeah, and you don't know what CrossFit's listening to and what they're not, and like I think if you're gonna make the noise, you should come with a solution, and if you're not coming with a solution, it's just noise, yeah. Um, but I had the most fun I've had during an open since 2015 this year. So, um, I'm an, in the camp that, you know, it is what you make of it. And, um, I was happy with my performance and I improved over last year. So I'm all good. Awesome. Um, so you then move on to 23.2, uh, a and B. Uh, so that was the burpee pull up shuttle run into the one rep max thruster. I know, like you're a grinder, that the burpee pull-up shuttle run probably was okay for you. Um, And you hate going overhead. But what did you think of the thruster?
1: I was really happy with my performance on the thruster. Um, I had a ballpark number of what I wanted to hit, which was around a 185. Um, Best case scenario, a 190. I think I remember hitting a... 187 thruster, maybe last year or so. Um, but in the past cycle of weightlifting, um, like Lex and I have been doing, it was like one power clean, three heavy thrusters and we were building up, um, that thruster cycle. So it just was good timing that that week that the thruster came out, it was one of the days that I had to go heavy on my thruster. So, um, I think I was prepared for hitting something heavier, and I surprised myself, and I hit 197. And I and then I jumped up to 200, and I got it pretty close, and just missed it. But I think I finally figured out how to use my legs in the in the thruster a little bit better than than I was before, because I have a good I have a good squat clean, just not pressing.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So anytime there's jerks or overhead squat just because of the jerk getting in the position um i struggle with those movements so yeah no i was i was happy the burpee the burpee run uh burpee pull up run i mean you're just kind of moving it's about how much you want to suffer and just finding a good pace that you can just like hold on i did my best there i i, I was happy with both week 1 and week 2 i thought i had solid executions um could have maybe a fit in a couple reps here and there but not much more I was pretty close to i thought where i was at capacity wise
0: how much during this open season did you look at the leaderboard
1: i look at it all the time just because i'm just curious on where people are at in their season It's it's a bad habit but i mean i'm not gonna lie i look at it
0: <laughs> we actually have one athlete that we're following um she's like very young and up and coming um she and her coach decided they weren't going to look at it at all
1: i mean and... for the open if you if you know you're going to the next round it's not i mean it's you're, i i just kind of i'm looking at it curious on where my performance stacks up on different different workouts um but yeah I'm, i've always been very analytical of my performance and leaderboard watching and stuff like that. Um, I think that comes from just playing hockey and stats and um, you know, you do the numbers when you're competing. Okay. I got to stay in front of this person. Mm-hmm. I, I have this much leader. I have to catch up here. <clears throat> and then as you're competing, it's a numbers game. Like you're, it, it matters when you're competing like in person, the open, I probably should not be looking at the leaderboard as much as I do. It really doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't have to apologize. Uh, this athlete, I think, is is an outlier because every other athlete—Sydney, um, Kelly, Logan—like they were all like, "We have to look." Like, there's just something in our competitive nature that I have to know where I'm at. Yeah. Even though I know it doesn't matter, I still want to see where I am on the leaderboard. So you are not alone by by far. Well, like, um, and I, it was I just, train
1: alone right now. Um you know, I'm training after school alone. I'm doing workouts alone. Uh, like I don't have Alexis with me every day in training. I don't have anything to, to to see where I'm at against someone. So looking at the leaderboard and being like, okay, this is where I am here in comparison to people right now just kind of gives me an indication, okay, I'm on the right path or I got to work on this. Everyone's getting really good at this. Um, so it's just kind of a a tool to just see where you're at in comparison to your peers.
0: Yeah. This girl doesn't even watch the announcement. Like the, her coach doesn't want her knowing what the workout is until Friday because she is, she gets so anxious about what's coming up and she overthinks everything. She, he just wants it to be fresh and new when she gets there so they can attack it and get it over with and move on.
1: And if that works for them, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. We're all and, different. And I, I
0: think, think, I think coming in, that was, she thought that was going to be hard But now that she's done it, she's like, I probably won't do it any different next year. Um, So then we go to four or three, 23.3. And I did pull that up on Instagram. So I'll go ahead and show that. And it's just your end. And you kind of uh, talk about it a little bit. So...
1: Yeah, I was checked out at that point once I started missing, I was just like head down and like, come on, just finish
0: it. And you you talk about your execution on this one wasn't where you wanted it to be. And you have told us every time you've been on our show that you do not like double unders. You have hoped that single unders would show up somewhere for you to do. Um, and that was one of the areas where you didn't meet your expectations on the um on the execution and then the, the final bar so yeah. what what's going through your head um as you're finishing this workout up
1: um <clears throat> yeah i mean <clears throat> the double unders for me they're hitting me Some sometimes i go through like a month where i'm hitting consistent sets and i can pick a number under 100 that i can just kind of hit and i do well um I talked to my rope right before I started. I was like, come on, come on, have a good day with me. (laughs) I can see it in the video before I even started. I'm like, come on. Um, And yeah, I mean, the first set was unbroken. So I was like, all right, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And then I got to the second set, set number two, three, and four. I believe we're in at least three sets to get to 50. Maybe one of them was four sets. And it's not even like I miss and just get going. It's I miss my heart rate and my anxiety goes up and I'm not someone that's very anxious. I'm extremely like laid back, chill, but when it comes to like skipping, it just fires up my heart rate. So it's not just like, I miss, I come back and I keep skipping. It's like, I miss, I hunch over, I take a few deep breaths. I'm like, okay, let's go. And then I go again for a few reps. I miss. And it's like, calm down. It's okay. So it's just kind of like, so then I'm wasting. I'm, I was, I look back on my video and every time I'm breaking, I'm probably wasting around 10 seconds, 10 to 15 seconds, just there. Every break of the double under like, like my handstand pushups felt really good. My wall walks pretty good. And then the snatches when I got to that part, I was like, okay, I can finish it mid tens if I just hit six right now. And like, this is a combo. Literally I work on all the time because like Lex and I are all, always doing heavy snatches under shoulder fatigue, whether we're doing handstand walks and then hit a, hit snatches or handstand push-ups and snatches, double unders snatches. Um, like we're always training this, and I it's a number that I normally I'm consistent at hitting, um, but I just was a little bit ahead. Shoulders were just a little soft got a little bit on my toes and it would be like miss. And, and it was like, I couldn't, couldn't fight for it and bring it back. Um, Yeah, it just was frustrating. It was like very, very like close misses. And then you just kind of miss and then you're in your head. You're like, okay, that's fine. It was just a little miss. I'll go again. And then you miss it twice in a row. And you're like, okay, well, I can't miss another one. Like take a, te- take a couple steps back, take a breather. And then I was like, okay, hit one. Okay, finally I got it. Okay, now I'm in momentum boom, I miss again. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing right now? So it was just frustrating ending the open like that. Um, just because I felt like a, it was just a, it wasn't my f- fitness I felt was lacking. It was just, just had a bad day of snatching. And that happens. Like I have days where I miss 95 pounds in warm. Like, you know, you're just, just like, oh, this is a bad day of snatching. <laughs> but we don't see that in many yeah. people online because we just show, you know, the good days of lifting, the good stuff.
0: But, yeah, bad day. yeah. It's what. What was that percentage-wise for you to fin- that finishing bar?
1: Uh, my max is one ninety, so it's not like a, it, my my snatch is decent. Like it's not like weak. It's not Danny Spiegel strong, but it's like I, I feel like it's average at the games. So it, it's whatever percentage. <laughs> That is, it's a, yeah. um, and my snatch has been feeling really well in training. Um, like as of late, I've been doing, you know, higher than that consistently, which is what I really want. Is I want that consistent number to be going up every year. I don't really care about the, like the PR uh, number. And yeah, so like that 155 is normally like fine.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I'm often working literally in the 125 to 155 under shoulder fatigue in WADS all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, for some reason, this workout ate up a lot of people. Like, um, I was really surprised how much um, it did so, but um, I've watched a lot of videos and I was at a lot of uh, people doing it, and um, it just was surprising. Most people took the first part too slow. And I saw you actually said that as well.
1: Yeah, my second set of wall walks, my first set of wall walks, I did like the two foot hop onto the wall, like quick, kind of like what the girls had done in the um, the announcement. And in the second set, I slowed down significant because I was like, okay, my strict handstand pushups aren't phenomenal. So let me make sure that I'm not doing singles. So I slowed that down a little bit, like a little bit, um, probably a little bit too much. My handstand pushups felt really good. It just was double unders were missing, and then the last set of bar because I, I don't really power snatch uh, 155, like I'm a squatter, so no. Yeah. Which I think is harder because it's just like it's it's just easier to miss on a squat snatch than it is if you just power snatch. Um, I power snatched in my warm up, and I just didn't trust myself to go for a power snatch in the workout. Like my last 125, I squat snatched before I went to the strict handstand push-ups just to prepare for a squat snatch.
0: So I wanna respect your time. So you are on the leaderboard in a very good position, way into the top 10%. Um, Probably you're moving on to quarterfinals, uh, we can safely say, even though there's still a couple hours left for people to submit, um, I think you're okay. What is your plan over the next, because you only really only have two weeks, um, two and a half weeks before you start up quarterfinals.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just still continuing with my training. um, Like I do regularly, like I'm not really changing anything up in my training. Like there's certain movements that we can expect to to come up um, in the quarterfinals. Like we know that we didn't have a box. We know we didn't get kettlebells or dumbbells. Um, you know, you could see some lunges, um, definitely more legs. There wasn't as many, like uh, there wasn't as much legs this this time around that I've seen like in past opens. Um, So I'd like to get some kind of test that would get the legs, but you know, you're going to see it's CrossFit, a rope, whether it's going to be legless or with feet. I hope it's not legless. I find legless is very hard to judge even in person. So online when people aren't facing the camera and squeezing the rope as they're touching. Like I yeah. just find it's a hard movement to do online. Um, but if it, if it is, it is, um, but yeah, there's just movements that you yeah. can expect. So it's just kind of touching, you know, different movements and staying, staying sharp and, um, and ready to go. I'll take the day off before I think Thursday is the first day that they announce the workouts and I'll be on California time. So that's noon for over there. So I'll have to do, you know, the workouts we will have to do me and Lex, um, the workouts in the afternoon. And then this year it's different. They're not announcing like all five of them together. They're announcing them in in separate little chunks. Um, so that'll be interesting. It's more like a competition at that point.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so everybody's like bubble for the season is in a different place. Right. We have some athletes that their bubble is quarters to get to semis, right? So they're trying to peak for quarters. My guess is your bubble is semis. Um, you finished fifth at Atlas last year. So are you gonna try to train through quarters? Or just you're gonna treat it like a competition that weekend.
1: I'm 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 gonna treat it like as a competition because um I might do some of my endurance work that I do. I might hit some some lists, but not high percentages, because the better you do there, you're putting yourself in a better position on day one of semifinals. So if I just don't take that seriously, um, I could end up in a a heat that I don't want to, that might, well, that just might not favor me, you know, on, on day one of the competition. So I'm going to treat this, you know, seriously. and, And I don't think that, um, you know, and top 60 is very competitive. So, you know, you don't know what workouts can happen and what can happen over the course of the weekend uh, if you're feeling good or or not. I don't think it's something that you overlook. Like I, I don't ever bypass um, a stage and I focus on, you know, on, on that stage and doing the best that I can. Um, yeah, like 60 athletes is, is not, a, it's not a shoo-in. Like you can have...
0: Well, and the other side of 60 athletes is that's a long way down in the heats. If you don't finish well in quarters, like uh-huh. it's not just three heats down anymore. You could be six heats down. Six or four That's heats of, a long way to climb.
1: To 15 maybe, maybe you'll see four heats of 15. Not sure. Like we don't, this is the first time we're going to see this iteration of the semifinals. So I just want to make sure uh, I do the best I can. And hopefully I end up in that final heat and that like, that'll be the goal. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm definitely going to be taking quarters seriously
0: well if everybody keeps moving west it's just you and mal i think left maybe danielle you did yeah no there's a lot there's there's
1: still a lot (laughs) you can keep going down the east there's a lot
0: (laughs) yeah yeah just kidding um i know it's it's still going to be a gauntlet to get through um and it'll be interesting to see how many spots the east gets to take to the games um I think that could be really exciting um, when you know, like the cutoff line is heat one, like the final heat. If you can get into that heat, like you're in, like that makes it a lot more exciting for the viewer.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: So last thing, um, because I want to respect your time again, I would be remiss if I didn't congratulate you on being the rogue challenge champion uh, for this past year. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I know that in the past that has come with a lot of swag. Um, Did you, did you get some new gym equipment out of the deal?
1: Uh, No gym. Well, uh, I got, I got a custom barbell and uh, Lex helped me with basically every challenge set up everything. We already have a lot of barbells. I don't have one like custom made for me. Uh, So we made one yesterday actually to ship off to, um, to rogue so lex designed that one um which we'll we'll be able to train with it when when we're at the same location and then money was the other thing so i guess i can buy gym equipment with it (laughs) but i don't really need any more gym equipment i need to get a house (laughs) to get a a garage gym or a basement gym
0: (laughs) there you go because my living Um, room gym
1: is uh it's good. Yeah. I have a lot of equipment, but it'd be nice to have it.
0: Last time we talked to you, you were, you were flirting with some, with a tier deal um, that you were kind of tier kind of not. Has that moved anywhere more in your favor? Um, Cause I yeah. noticed you tag them on your Instagram now.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm with them for the fall for this following season. So I'll continue to um, you know, to wear all of tier. I did I never stopped after, um, the games, because it was mostly just different competitions, but I like the shoes. I like the clothes. so, um, yeah, that that's never changed. So I got to speaking with um, some of the people there, and, uh, yeah, I'll be wearing tear for for my competitions this upcoming year.
0: Well, that's awesome. It's always good that you amazing athletes get the sponsorships and the deals you need uh, to kind of support you through the season. So I'm excited for you.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited.
0: Well, with that, Carolyn, um, we've wrapped up the 23 open. Um, hopefully we'll get to speak either through you or through Lex during quarters a little bit, just to kind of see where you're at. And then we'll wrap that up as well. Um, soon after, um, to kind of see where that is and how you are standing going into semis.
1: Great. Yeah. we'll uh, we'll keep touch. We, uh, we're always watching your stuff. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lex has been a huge help. Um, I just bought all the stuff for some recipes she sent me. So I'm uh, going to try that tomorrow.
1: What, what did she send you now?
0: She sent me a cracked chicken recipe. Oh,
1: does she make it um, to help me?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's she's it's to help me with my protein intake.
1: Yes. That's very important.
0: So, uh, she sent me that and I have, I bought all the ingredients today. Awesome. So tomorrow it's going in the Instapot and we'll, we'll be having that for dinner tomorrow night.
1: Amazing. Yeah. Well, I can't with wait that to Everyone.
0: Oh, and she's sending me cliff bars too.
1: Of course. Well, as she works for them.
0: <laughs> and she, she said the crack chicken. It's yummy.
1: Yeah. How, she how said she I? uses
0: it as a dip, not as like a sandwich but the yeah, pictures I'll show this We might need to make
1: that one. Oh,
0: our... Need to put your foot down and say, Hey,
1: yeah, let's make it.
0: When I, when I come out this week.
1: Yeah. We got to make some. Cause then I can actually, Well, Carolyn. yeah.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. no.
1: I just, I have I've never tried it. So.
0: All right. Well, with that, um, I can't wait to talk to you again. We will see you next time. Everyone on the Clydesdale presents the athletes of the 23 crossfit game season